Hey, Joey. First you take a Jumbo Jack, and then you take two tacos. What do you get? Jumbaco. Jumbaco. Do you remember that song? No. It was it, a, I'm, I'm imagining it's a Jack in the Box commercial. It's a Jack in the Box commercial, and for those of you who don't live in the area where Jack in the Box has a chain uh, or a franchise, it's um, it's a. I actually kind of like Jack in the Box. What do you think of Jack in the Box? I don't hate it. Uh, and it is commercial where they had this joke offer of like two tacos inside the hamburger. Out, you don't. Oh, you never saw the commercial. Hmm. Oh, they had the cutest twink singing the song. Ugh. Okay, real quick, Joe, wait. Hey, everybody, I'm Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. We've been friends for over a decade, and each week we just call one another, and we catch up. Yes. Uh, You know, there's a story I forgot to tell you last week, which is so funny. So last Sunday, uh, my parents had a little shindig for me with family members for my birthday. Oh, it was your birthday? Last week, yeah. And, um... My grandfather told me this crazy story that no one made a big deal about there, and I thought was a big deal. Meanwhile, I forgot to tell you on the podcast when I recorded it half an hour later, but whatever. (laughs) So, okay. So, for like a few years ago, my grandfather got really, like, we thought he was going to die. Like, really, like, he was wasting away. He got that, like, old wasting away look, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And really weak. And it turned out he was depressed because he had lost his hearing and we just figured that was part of old age well it shows you how much depression can really affect your health Mm -hmm. so we over the course of the next few weeks we went and we got him we took him to doctors and they're like yeah he needs a hearing aid and uh we got him fitted for a hearing aid and then that takes weeks to get the hearing aid but what's funny is as soon as he got the hearing aids like mike it was it was miraculous like he because my grandfather's a really strong man he like bounced back to like a hundred percent. Right. Okay. But so for years, for maybe three or four years now, he's worn a hearing aid. Well, my grandpa walks up to me. Uh, he's all like, uh, guess what? He speaks to me in Spanish, by the way, which I understand fluently, but don't speak. Anyway, he walks up to me and he goes, uh, guess what? I don't need a hearing aid anymore. And I'm like, what? And he goes, he like shows me both his ears. There's no hearing aids in them. And he has them in his pocket. He goes, yeah, I can hear perfectly fine now. What? And I was like, what? And he goes, yeah, I was asleep like five days ago. And all of a sudden I heard like this poppy noise, like fireworks. Right. And I woke up. I was scared. I thought I didn't know if it was gunshots or fireworks. And I woke up. I looked outside and I didn't see anything. And then all of a sudden I could sort of hear. And then I went and put swimmer's ear in my ear, which why does my grandpa have swimmer's ear? But that, you know, that thing that you put to take water out of your ear. Okay. Put, I don't, I don't know what it is. Oh, but, oh, when you, when you swim a lot, you get like that water stuck in your ear. So they saw a product called swimmer's ear. Mm-hmm. That you just put a few drops in each ear and it takes the water out. Okay. okay? He could, he put a few drops in his ear and now he, he hears hear. perfectly fine. Doesn't what? need hearing aids. And I was talking to him in normal tone and. He was answering me and was completely fine. And I would take him around to the party and be like, um, Grandpa doesn't use his hearing aids anymore. And then they would tell him the story and be like, oh. <laughs> and like, move on. No big deal to anyone else. No big deal. You. And I was like, oh my God, this is the, the universe um, 
have provided my grandfather with hearing. I can't wait to tell Mike Lawson about this. <laughs> and then forgot half an hour later. That's kind of a crazy story, though. I wonder if... So it wasn't like old age took his hearing. It might have been well, something else. That, and he's, like, afraid to go, he's afraid to go to the doctors because he's like, well, the doctors didn't know what was going on before. I'm, he's afraid that they'll mess him up and yeah. he'll lose his hearing again. Wow. Well, I'm glad he could hear. Now he can hear our podcast. Yeah, which a lot of my relatives listen to the podcast. Can you imagine if your grandpa listened? <laughs> well, you know, what's funny is, here's what's funny, is my mom told me she when I, when I came out, don't look, your grandma probably knows, but don't tell her because it'll kill her, right? Mm-hmm. And so I've just, I've just sort of like lived, just not mentioned it, right? Right. Two things. One, I have a lesbian cousin. Okay, named Stephanie. Um, I heard she came out, and so I said, like, so I when she came out, I said, oh, when are you gonna tell Grandma? And she was like, Grandma already knows. She's like, I was at the supermarket with Grandma, and she was like, oh, is that your girlfriend? <laughs> and she's like super casual about it. And then they told me that she that they what she does, my grandma does to them. She says, did you know that Joey? And then she like looks around, and she goes, he's gay. And they're like, no one's here. And everybody knows. But I was, as I've told people before, I'm like, I love that my mom thought that um, my it, that would kill my grandma, that I'm gay. Meanwhile, my grandma's brother died of leukemia. Mm-hmm. She's lost her, her sister now. She's, she's the only one left. She's seen all this tragedy in her life, right? But my mom thinks that the final straw is going to be me uh, sucking a guy's <laughs> cock. That's going to be the one that puts her over the edge. You know? Maybe. Yeah. What do you got going on over there and the, what's going on in your life? Um, I kind of had a, not a dull week, just nothing like super crazy exciting to talk about. I saw a couple movies. I saw um, the wonderful movie Monsters, Inc. It actually was really good. Or no, not Monsters, Inc. Monsters, Monsters University. University. It was actually really good. And then um, I saw this uh, Coppola movie, The Bling Ring. Oh, how was that? You know what? I didn't like it. I'll tell you something. The Sofia Coppola, she's mm-hmm. overrated. Way overrated. Yeah, just because he has a Coppola name, people are like, ooh, ooh Coppola. And she does this thing where it's like f- uh, fucking five-minute sequence of kids dancing at a club. Yeah. Like, you could do that in two. You know what I mean? You could do um, that in a minute and a half. You could do it in ten seconds in my book. Yeah. So it's just as like a lot of attention paid to like, I don't know, cool shots. Like, there's this really long shot, um, far away shot of a house, and the kids are, like, robbing it. And it's, like, one shot. You see them run in the house. You see them ransack it. uh, You see them leave the house. And it's, like, everybody's talking about that shot. Like, it's, like, something masterful. But it was just kind of just dumb Now, does it glorify them? Because I actually think they're horrible people. Oh, they are horrible people. You know that they're horrible people. But, I mean, like any movie, you root for the protagonist, so, like, it kind of glorifies it, but you do know that you're rooting for horrible people. Like, there's no excuses made or anything like that. So, if you don't know the bling ring, maybe I should say quickly, because there's people listening, don't forget, we're recording this, Joe. Um, If you're listening and don't know, the bling ring is basically a group of kids who uh, started 
taking note of when major celebrities were away from their homes and then they would basically break into the homes and steal small amounts of things just clothing and cash and uh, stuff like that and then um, eventually they got caught that's pretty much the gist of it the boy was cute but he always seemed gay to me but i guess he's not gay well that's funny you say that i was um afterward in in the movie she makes him out to be gay oh she does it's not explicit but it's certainly implied there's like a couple scenes where he's walking around in pink high heels that he steals even when he's like alone he wears the heels which doesn't make you gay um he call at one point he calls another character in the movie a male hot he says oh he's hot that doesn't make you gay either um and then there's like a relationship with a girl that they're really close and then he says like oh i love her like a sister so like none of those things make you gay but But well she probably didn't want to say it because you're right so like he's probably like i'm not gay what are you talking about meanwhile when this was going on he because what's strange i don't know what the movie covers but i remember when it was going on he was front and center in the media. Like, he loved the attention. Yeah. And now he, you don't see him. I guess he's shunning the attention now. Like, he's embarrassed. But he was front and center. He was always wearing, like, these, like, totally twinky, fabulous clothes. Yeah. And um, So, like I said, it's implied, for sure. Yeah. So, I did all of those things. I hung out a lot with Rod Kyle this weekend. We actually had a um, really uh, romantic weekend, kind of. Friday, we went to the movie and saw the bling ring. And then Joey... I think I've told you this before. Did you take him home and show him the cock ring? I don't like sushi. Have I have I told you that? <laughs> um, okay. And so Friday night he was like, "Okay, I'm going to plan our date tonight and we we're, we're going to go see the bling ring and then we're going to go to this Japanese restaurant." And I'm like, "Oh god, Japanese means sushi probably." So we go there and he orders a lot of sushi and I ordered like a steak thing, but like I tried sushi too. And afterward, I'm like, I'm a big boy and I like to eat. So I I just felt like underfed. So that was Friday. And then Saturday, we went to a place kind of uh, north of San Francisco here called Point Reyes. And um, it was super nice, romantic. And we like hiked and went to a lighthouse and it was really nice. But then he was like, let's get some cheese and then let's drive to this place that sells oysters and I was like, oh, God, oh God I'm going to be starving. I'm going to lose 20 pounds this weekend. Yeah. So then we go and we sit down at this oyster place and eat the cheese and drink beer. And, Joey, the oysters were amazing. No, they oysters were really, are really good. good. Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought that they would be like, um, I don't know, super fishy and like gross. Mm-hmm. But so the raw ones were not so like good. Like pussy. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> The best joke I've ever made. <laughs> it's accurate. It's not a joke. Yeah. So the raw ones were not so good, actually. Um, but the other ones, like all of the baked ones that we had, were really good. So I'm glad because I actually got to eat. <laughs> really quickly, I've got to do this for the show. Um, hold on. Like vagina. All right. I might cut and paste that in later. I don't like the word pussy, but that was what came out. <laughs> stupid so i might actually cut and paste that in instead of like pussy anyway um well speaking now i'm I'm glad i understand what you mean like that's the sort of the problem when you date like little tiny people you can't eat no 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 well first of all there's a potential he might be listening so 
I thought he <laughs> I thought he hates me and won't listen anymore. No, he doesn't hate you. He, he just stopped listening when you asked when I said he's Filipino and you're like, "Oh, is he a nurse?" <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> um wait, what was I going to say? Oh no, this boy can eat. He can eat. Um and I actually really like that. Um it's just he sometimes eats like stuff that I don't eat cuz I'm I don't feel comfortable eating sushi at all why you just don't i don't like it i don't like any do you think maybe you just had shitty sushi it's possible but like even like a california roll mm-hmm. is too like the seaweed wrap part oh i just don't like it i think i was like you and then i've since had some of the most amazing sushi in the world and when you have really good sushi like really good sushi then uh, it's amazing. We When I go to the Bay Area, we need to go with Adam Vaught because mm-hmm. it's also really weird because Adam Vaught is totally white as can be, mm-hmm. but lived in Japan for two years. So when he goes to these sushi places, he starts speaking in Japanese. Dude. They love him. They love it. The, the Japanese girls are so fucking wet over mm-hmm. there. They're right. like, he's like speaking Japanese and he's this cute white guy. Ugh, it's crazy. And then we and- get nothing for it, but yeah. The place that we went had really good sushi, so I had some that, like, I could actually stomach, but it just wasn't wonderful, and there was nothing yeah. wonderful about it. You gotta get this Toro sushi. It's very expensive, mm-hmm. but it's this really, really fatty, fatty tuna. Ugh, mm-hmm. heaven. Granted, it's uh, killing all the the tuna and um, depleting the the tuna supply, and it's harmful to the environment. But it is delicious. Um, speaking of uh, people you're hooking up with, you know, I've kind of mentioned this a few times on the show, but I uh, had a fuck buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I was chatting on Facebook and he saw me online and he hit me up and he was like, hey, when are you going to be in Newport next? And I was saying, like, oh, this and that and this and that. He's like, oh, we should uh, meet up. And then he goes, uh, but I can't promise that we'll do what we used to do. Okay. And, I, and I was like, oh, well, why? Because he just graduated from college. So he's staying with his parents. And he goes, oh, I go, oh, is it because of location? And he mm-hmm. goes, uh, no, because I don't want to. <laughs> and I was like, oh, he goes, yeah, for lack of a better term, it's just, it's just really gay. Which, you know, this comes up. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing, Mike Lawson. This is why you and I have talked about this. I know you have this policy. I usually have this policy, which is you don't get messed up with straight guys or questioning guys. Because they're going to be stupid like this. This is the shit that happens. Now, look, I because I was a fuck buddy, I really had no emotional investment, so I didn't care. Um, I would be remiss if I said it didn't sting a little because no one likes to be rejected. But, yeah. like, I was over it in half an hour. I thought it was funny. Yeah, but, like, the reason you don't get involved with them is because you're going to get something like, this is too gay or something. Yeah. Oh, Fuck really? That. It's too gay? Yeah. Usually sucking dick is pretty gay. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't gay the first six times I came on your face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I don't do that anymore. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I don't take finals or midterms or rush fraternities or suck cock anymore. Okay. Oh God. He'll be back. He's looking for a girlfriend. You think? Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure there's something going Ugh. on. I'm sure. I'm sure. But he wants to hang out. That's nice. Oh yeah. And I was like, I was like, what? An so idiot. wait, are you gonna I hang out? Ha- no, I have no desire to hang out with him. <laughs> no. 
No. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I'll do that, right? Just to get out of the conversation. Right. I was actually kind of relieved because that was when, whenever we'd hook up, he'd always be like, "Are we gonna get dinner afterwards?" I'm like, "I gotta go." You know, like I, I didn't want to hang out with him, right? Hear his boring stories. No, I just wanted it, to, you know, come and leave. Which come makes and no, go. Yeah, come. Oh, come and go. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. So I didn't come up with it. Oh, I thought you did. No, it's very. It's a widely used term. Oh, so there's that. Um, what's going on in LA newswise? Anything? Oh wait, I have more stories. I thought you had more stories. Oh no, 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 no. Go. Okay, this is def. I don't even know if this is going to go on the show at all. But I recently joined Instagram. Oh, thanks for following me, jerk. You didn't show up on my. Uh, I just followed whoever Facebook recommended. Like you know, they give you your Facebook friends. Are you? Uh, I don't know. I'll follow you. Okay. Look, I'm following the most random people. But anyway, so when I joined Instagram, it said, "Here are your Facebook friends, and here are their Instagrams." Right. So my cousin was one of the ones I I just started following. Right, and mm-hmm. I just joined it and closed it and didn't do anything. Right. Yeah. Well, my cousin calls me. Uh, Which I have a cousin. Co- I have a cousin, Richard. He's gay and he's a week younger than I am. Uh huh. And he calls me. He goes. Why did you follow me on Instagram? Ew, what? And I go, oh, because uh, they, they told me to. Because I like you? Well, like, yeah. Well, who well, cares? Well, well, I'll tell you. So then he goes, well, now all the cousins are going to know about my Instagram. And I was like, well, what's going on? Now I was curious. <laughs> <laughs> so then I go on Instagram. Oh, my God, girl. What? They are the most scandalous racy pictures Really? There's none of there's nothing. It can be you know there's rules on Instagram, right? Right. So it's nothing like that. But he's pushing those fucking boundaries, man. Of himself? Yes. Like these total. What? He calls them sex kitten poses, and I totally sex kitten poses. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I want to see. I'll show. I'll show. We're I'll, gonna have to talk about. Yeah. Like you have to. Sh- Is he like blocked? No. So That's it's a, private. Cause, yeah. Cause I said, well, why don't you just block him? He goes, no, because I want everyone to find me. Right. Because he tags him like. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh hot gay God. Latino and gay Latino and gay Chicano and stuff like that, right? Okay. And there are these total, like, I was like, <gasps> like, totally, like, oh, my God, it was so crazy. And I was like, oh, my God. So I was like, well. Your cousin, Roxanne, follows me on Instagram. Oh, she does? Yeah, I'm pretty sure she does. Oh, I got to follow you on Instagram. So um, anyway, so, yeah, so I guess if they hear this, they're going to start following him. He told me that other cousins have followed him, and he t- he warns them, like, hey, look. This is what I do. Right. I'm like, I, would you ever take pictures like that? No. I would. First of all, I wouldn't take them. Second of all, if I accidentally slipped into a, a sexy pose and a photograph was snapped, I would never post it on the internet. Well, that's the thing. I would almost say it's easier to take a picture of my dick and just send that than do like a sexy pose. With Richard, a face. Yes, and yes, a, yes. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. And he's doing like these poses in his underwear. Like taking himself very seriously. Oh yes, like do you have, like the the lip partially open, like you know, like I'm like oh one finger God. in his mouth. He doesn't do that, but like it's... I can't even take a normal picture where I'm just smiling normal. No, like, uh, I know that's true. You can't because <laughs> I'm afraid people will be like, "Oh, there's Mike Lawson taking himself seriously when he looks like a fool." So Meanwhile, I have to you look... take foolish pictures. Yeah, so I make myself look like a fool, and they're like, oh, Mike Lawson is always making himself look like a fool. He's not really a fool. 
Oh, is that the logic? Yeah, that's how it goes. Oh. Yeah, no, no, no. Richard, he is doing full... Uh, uh, I want to see. You have to send him. Oh, yeah, you have to yeah. Follow him. Him. yeah. Or <laughs> I could hard. just look up gay Chicano. Hashtag gay Latino yes, or something. Yes, gay Chicano is <laughs> one of them. I looked at it. And I was like, and there's new ones all the time. And I'm like, is this all he's doing now is taking these pictures? <laughs> it's summer break. And how is he coming up with all these poses? I know it's true. <laughs> Maybe he like takes a bunch of them like during summer break and he just spreads them out throughout the year. True. So maybe he's not like, always taking him. He is always at the gym. So now maybe I'm thinking like, well, at least he's showing off what he's the work he's doing. Sure. He's getting paid for the payout for all the hard work. Yeah. What's going on in the Bay Area, Mike? Joey, you've already heard this because it's been posted on like Facebook and everywhere, basically. But uh, KTVU, which is a local news station up here, Channel Two. They did a newscast. Um, it was their new newscast this week. Uh, I forget what day, but they reported the names of the pilots from the Asiana Boeing 777 that went down at SFO a couple weeks ago. And they reported the four pilot names. And the names that they used were like, well, first of all, incorrect. But then they were also like racist names. Did you see this? Not only did I see that, I pulled audio from it. Oh, play the audio right now. Okay. We have new information now also on the plane crash. KTVU has just learned the names of the four pilots who were on board the flight. They are Captain Sum Ting Wong, Wee Tu Lo, Ho Li Fook, and Bang Ding Ao. The NTSB has confirmed these are the names of the pilots on board Flight 214 when it crashed. We are working to determine exactly what roles each of them played during the landing on Saturday. So obviously those names are not right. They actually did uh, later that that evening in the evening newscast. They had this like big apology. Um, they said that they confirmed the names with the NTSB. And the NTSB said, yes, those are the right names. They spelled them. And um, when the news station contacted the NTSB again, the NTSB actually put out an apology and said, you guys contacted us. It was a summer intern who gave you these names or something. So some intern basically at the NTSB was responsible for all of this. But come on. who? I, I don't blame the news reporter, actually, because I think it, it's very stressful. And all you're doing is reading a teleprompter at that point. That's your job at that minute is to read every word that's on the teleprompter. It's not your job to edit because you can't. You're on live TV. You have to do what you have to do. But how many people went into those names? So like a reporter uh, got the names. Uh, somebody confirmed the names. Somebody in graphics put them on a graphic that had them all written out. It, it's just ridiculous. I don't understand how that it goes through that many people and never gets caught. I looked at it. I didn't have to say any of them out loud to know that that was wrong and not okay. I, um, this went viral on Friday, like on Reddit, but I wasn't home all day. I was busy. And as I was about to go to bed, Shannon texted me with a link. And I was like, oh, what's this? And so I looked at it. I was like literally like, falling asleep when mm-hmm. I got the text. I don't think I've laughed so hard. What? In a l- it's, Joey, it's disrespectful. Oh, you didn't think it was funny? Three people died and they're saying something wrong. Holy fuck, we too low? 
That's I think it's really disrespectful. You Joe. forgot bang ding ow. People died. Three uh-huh. people died. Well, we're not making fun of the people that died. Yeah, you are. You're no? saying yes, you are. The captain no. that is res- the captain that was responsible for the plane that killed three people. They're saying, oh, his name is something wrong. No, we're not laughing at the deaths of three people. Okay, you are laughing at a scenario that involves the death of three people. Yes, you no, are. No, yes, you are. What we're laughing at is. The, the total idiocy of one of the thing you just described is how is the reporter reading this and not realizing what these names say, right? Mm-hmm. How is this going on the air? How silly. It, I mean, it's this, the names are so silly that it's ridiculous. I don't think it's funny, though. Like, I'm I'm certainly a supporter of, like, if you're going to make a joke and, like, there's a place for jokes and... Um, you you could kind of go a little off color, and th- we should support people's right to make jokes and all of that. But this is a news report. Like, it, I don't think that it's, I don't know, I just don't think that it's the place to be funny. Well, I mean, this goes back to, and I don't want to, I don't want to dwell into that whole conversation. This is a week of this. We should have had last week's show during this week, but um, I don't want to get into a whole other discussion of race. But once again, laughing at um, uh, a silliness of something in tragedy. You have to laugh, otherwise, one. But two is not. It's not race. Racism is not laughing at jokes that involve race. And it and, and again, it wasn't. They weren't joke. It wasn't like the Challenger just exploded and you made a joke like, uh, "Oh, did you hear? Uh, you know, Pepsi's now sponsoring the NASA. Yeah, they couldn't get Seven Up. You know, dumb jokes." That- <laughs> Sorry. Is it too soon for Challenger Explosion jokes? No, I just don't. First of all, I never, I didn't say this was racist. You did, but. Um, oh, I thought that. I, no, I didn't think. I don't think it's racist. I thought that's where you were going. No, I just think that it's not okay to. I mean, three people are dead, and this shouldn't be a. But a, it's not making fun of the event. This is just making fun. Like, for instance, there's a very. It's funny, having fun with the event. No. There's it a is. Very, there's a very funny, like, viral video. It went viral like a year or two ago. Where I actually don't even know what the explanation was for this. Where a news anchor is reading this story about something very tragic. I don't remember what it is. But she's reading this tragic news story. And she just gets this insane case of the giggles while she is reading the story. Mm-hmm. So when you're laughing at that video, you're not laughing because the, the story is so tragic. You're laughing at the ridiculousness of the situation of her um, reading the story and getting the giggles. And it's the same thing here. We're not laughing because three people died. We are laughing because this news reporter went on the air and made an insane blooper. Yeah, I just think that we should be more respectful because three people are dead and I don't like that. You know what's so funny is one of the things I'm going to talk about, and I read the story about, the, you know, the outrage in the Asian community. Actually, the Asian community people who thought it was racist, and that's why that's why I thought you were going there. And I was like, this is not what this is about. Yeah, no, have to, I have to completely disagree with you on this one. No one's laughing at the at the tragic, you know, the tragedy of three people dying. People are laughing at at like the silly news reporter like reading this the fact that an intern got this on the air the fact that it went through all these channels that you talked about that's what people are laughing at and it got on the air um in los angeles how are you feeling about this glee person Corey monteith dying joey it's kind of crazy like i'm not i mean 
I'm not like sad or heartbroken or anything, but like no, well, really quickly, I'm shocked. I, I really am shocked. I've never seen one episode of Glee mm-hmm. ever, so you need to tell me who this person is. Tell me so everything about him. So in the first few seasons, he actually graduated. They had like um, the main cast graduate, and so he has fairly small part in the current uh, seasons. But he was like the number two guy. It was him and Rachel. Um, he's like the main football player guy who sang, you know, the Don't Stop Believing song that like was the first hit out of Glee? By no, Journey? but go on now. Well, oh, I know the now song. you're just I, playing stupid. No, I know, I know the song. Joe, you're playing dumb. No, I, no, Mike, Joe, I, Mike, come on. Mike, I swear to Christ, I don't know what you're talking about. I'll say this. This is what I'll say. I do know when Glee first came on, there was an episode or a famous clip of like something happened at a football game and Chris Colfer's dad is involved or something. Mm-hmm. Is that that song? I don't know what you're talking about. And like the football players started doing something on the field. No, I think that was when they did single ladies on the field. Oh, but, that's the only thing I ever know from Glee. So he's basically, he was like the romantic lead in the first handful of seasons. Okay. Um, And he still to this day was part of the cast. Um, So, crazy that he died and he's really young um he did have a drug problem he's gone to rehab a few times so i don't know if drugs were involved yet yeah, no, they, still... they confirmed it's drug overdose oh really mm-hmm. that's recently because i read when i read cnn in, like an hour ago they didn't know oh i read on gawker that it was a drug overdose oh cool well not cool but good that they know crazy what do you think about it well, I don't. I don't know anything about Glee, so I mean, I'm not, I don't have any personal investment in this. My question is: Do you think that they will address this on the show, or will his character just sort of go off? In- I don't. So Ryan Murphy tends to kind of hit things head on, so I think that they will do something. They have to. He's not the type that I don't know won't address anything. Like, I'm. They had a school shooting, um, like two weeks after Sandy Hook. Like they. Do you know what I mean? Like they kind of take what is happening and they make it part of the show. So I would I would assume that they're gonna. Talk okay, about but it. let's say his character dies in the show. They're not gonna do something silly like uh, Jane Lynch's character is gonna show up in like a black basketball coach's uniform or something like that. Are they? Or I don't know. Maybe is she ever out of that outfit? Yeah. Well, she doesn't work at the school anymore. Oh, I don't. What does she do now? Um, I don't remember. I don't I don't actually remember. Something happened where like so there's a down syndrome kid and this down syndrome kid did something and Sue Sylvester took the rap for it. So she lost her job at the school. I don't I don't know. And how how's Chris Colfer involved in the show now? He lives in New York and he's like going to some art school. Oh, so he's gone. He's off the show. No, he's in the show, just not as much. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a whole uh, New York storyline happening because a few of the characters live in New York now in like a great apartment, even though none of them have jobs. Oh, of course, of course, of course. Super realistic. Yeah. Um, interesting. Well, my thoughts on it. I, you know, it it it's a really fast life, man. I could see how you get wrapped up in it and then it catches up to them and they pay the ultimate price, and unfortunately, it's and like I said, you know, if no one understands how 
hard the focus can be until you're in it. Like I, yeah. I, I think I mentioned this on the show before, but I was uh, somewhere in Malibu, and one of the Glee guys was there, and the paparazzi was just hounding him. He couldn't do anything, you know. And so I imagine being under that, you know, one under the the glare of that spotlight, and as annoying as that could be. But I also wonder if you're saying he's not in the show as much anymore. I wonder how hard it was for him to be out of it too. Yeah, he also. I mean, he had said in an interview that he has had problems with drugs since the age of 13 so it's i think the drugs were pre money so i I don't know but then that kind of high pressure situation exacerbates that problem no totally yeah and to have a drug problem and then to come into money shit like that's a dangerous combination to want drugs and be able to have them you know Mm -hmm. it's dangerous no, it makes sense. Um, what else is going on in the Bay Area? Oh, my God. There's this story. Uh, the video's kind of gone viral as of last week. But uh, the BART is the train up here. It's the Bay Area Rapid Transit. And there's a video that it got pulled from Facebook. It was on Facebook for quite a while, actually. And then it got pulled. And now you can see it uh, on the web if you search hard enough. And I... And since, you know, research for the show, I went and saw it. Basically, these two people are fucking on the BART train. And Wait, it, what? Are they hot? No. Oh, never mind. Boy. The woman actually looks like she might be on drugs of some sort. Um, It's just disgusting. Everybody already talks before all of this happened. People talked about how nasty the seats are on the BART because they're cloth. So, like, homeless people that are, like, wet or have like i don't know have um pissed on themselves will sit down or children with dirty diapers will sit and then they get up and then the seats are like have a puddle on them Ew! and it's i mean it's cloth it's not like a plastic seat that then could be wiped down later by somebody or that will dry quickly um no joke there was um they ripped up some of the seats and did a study on them and they found some type of bacteria that can only be found in the bart train like it could be found nowhere else in the world in the world what? yeah these seats are disgusting san francisco just has to have everything of its own man own bacteria <laughs> we named the bacteria after harvey milk too oh don't <laughs> so good idea the, <laughs> these people are having sex on the bart train and really the video is like it would be if it was in a movie it would be rated R. Like you don't see much. All you see is her kind of humping him. You see like her naked leg kind of. You don't see any parts of him. And it's just really gross. And the funny part about the story, so I read about it in the paper and then I was like, "Oh my god, I have to go find this video and see it." Uh then in the newspaper, they uh talk to the Bart I don't know, the transit people, whatever. And the they said that they are on the lookout for these people. And if they find them, they will get banned from BART trains. <laughs> like, that's what the... I mean, you can have public sex and all you're going to do is get banned from the train. Who's going to track that? Yeah, I know. Exactly. So, it's just a ridiculous... I, I don't know. Like, give them a ticket or a fine or something. Don't ban them from the train silly what would you do what would you have done if you were on that bark train and you watched it happen i don't know i don't know joey i've been sitting in a 
a movie theater before, and I know that the girl was going down on a guy next to me. Was he hot? No, neither of them were really hot. They were like... So frustrating. Yeah, they weren't really hot. They were like even older, like an older couple. Did you shush them? Yeah. (laughs) Shh. (laughs) Excuse me. Less saliva, please. Can you please cup his balls? Yeah. (laughs) No, but I've, I've certainly seen that. And I'm just like, whatever. Watch a movie. Let me ask you a question. This might be a little personal. Let's say you're... <laughs> Let's say you're watching a movie with Rod Kyle, and he asked you to give him a head in the movie theater. What would you say? He wouldn't. That wasn't the question. I don't think that I would. It's Well, first of all, it's illegal. What if he tried to give you head? Oh, sure. No, oh, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and you, you would be so quiet because you wouldn't want to disturb anybody. <laughs> I don't... Like, public sex doesn't do anything for me at all. I know people that particularly get off on that, and I don't. I, in fact, the opposite. It's like... Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a park in Garden Grove that begs to differ. Yeah, but did you do you remember that story? It was out of necessity, and I hated it. Like, the ducks were watching. I was like, oh, God, look away. <laughs> um... So wait, what were we talking about? Oh, what would you do if you were on the train? Would you like ask them oh, to stop? I would, totally would you watch? watch and film it? Yeah. Oh, I would love it. You would film it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, okay, okay. Um, okay, look. Mo- okay, no, 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 no. To the left. To the left. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Now what I need you to do? Do reverse cowgirl. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah, I would totally direct it and film it. I'd come up with like a scenario. Like okay, let's film. I'd film like uh, transitional scenes to go in between the sex scenes. You know. Hold on. Everybody who's listening, we might pause because I'm sending Joe. Are you on Facebook or I am? I can go on Facebook. I actually think it's pretty hot. Ew. They're not hot people, but look, they're having sex in public. They know they're being filmed. It's pretty hot. Yuck. They're both gross. You're very prudy. You're very prudy. I'm not prudy. They're both disgusting. Like, I'm sure you only have sex in the missionary position because that's the only Christian way to do it. Right. Me and my wife. Um, If Rod Kyle wanted to have sex with you in the BART, would you do it? No, I would not. I barely touched those seats with my bare skin. Okay, if what to. if you were sitting in that same seat and Rod Kyle wanted to, like, just not have sex with you, but just wanted to, like, innocently just rub the giant python in your pants over the pants? Shut up. So what what else is happening in LA? Wait, what? Wait, I'm trying to give Rod Kyle ideas if he's listening. Would you he's let not, him do that, Joey? Come on. Um. Well, I think we have to address this topic, and luckily, I'm able to tie it into, into LA at Lemur Park in Los Angeles as we speak. Uh, they're having a protest over the uh, verdict of the George Zimmerman trial mm-hmm. over the death of Trayvon Martin. Uh, and LAPD is on tactical alert in case anything goes awry. I think that weren't there drama in Oakland last night? Yeah. Um, there, well, today there's going to be another protest in a couple of hours at Powell, um, park, well, at Powell and market, um, in Oakland, actually the city I live in over a hundred people gathered at the, um, Frank Agua Plaza near city hall, whatever. And they marched. And there was, like, a small fire and some smashed windows at the Wells Fargo Bank. 
um, that sort of thing. What is, I mean, I can obviously predict what your opinion is of the verdict, but do you want to give your thoughts on it? Um, I mean, uh, I, I, this might be a slightly controversial, I respect the system. I don't know that it works perfectly always all the time. So, um, whatever, he was found not guilty. So we didn't hear all the evidence. We didn't see, you know, the whole, the whole thing. And, um, I respect the system. I certainly think though that it's, I, I mean, just at face value, like a unarmed 17 year old walking, you know, has the right to do that and not get shot. Like I, I feel like that there's some, there, there's part of the system that needs to be fixed, but, um, I do respect the system and I think that, you know, breaking windows and starting fires isn't necessarily the way to change that system but what do you think i I agree with you even though i think i'm a little even more uh, moderate on it like look the system worked whether you agree with it usually i mean i guess the argument can be that the system doesn't work no 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 if you have to respect the system if you're going to use that same system to overturn prop eight and to win the cases you want to win, you have to respect the system. So the system works. The system did not fail the people. The people failed the system. Now, the the system itself worked, you know, but the problem is that the people in Florida or the racism that's rampant uh, or still pervasive in this culture, in this country, you know, they just didn't allow justice that's different from the system they didn't allow justice to be served in my opinion i mean i think george zimmerman uh did something uh reprehensible i think george zimmerman uh deserves to be in prison but he went through the system and a jury of six women found him not guilty and that's the way the system works and so we have to ask we have to take a hard look at ourselves as a society and as a culture and ask ourselves why something like that can happen. But the system itself did not fail. It's we failed the system. Thank mm. you. I think that... Um... On Facebook, because, you know, I had a company in Orange County. There are people that I really like, you know, but I obviously taught kids in Newport Beach, which is a very conservative part of the country. And um, I try not to be too political on my Facebook, if political at all. Um, but it's it's weird because you'll see them. There, are a lot, there were a number of... St- former students who put a pro George Zimmerman uh, Facebook status updates. And what's funny is I always struggle because I actually like them. I like them as people, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm always very like, Oh, ugh. I, and I know I, I, it, it's funny because uh, you think, Oh, this is really their parents talking or, but I don't, I mean, obviously they, I think they're older now. They stay with these opinions, but I mean, I don't think there's anybody who could really look at this and any logical person would think like I could. He- I, look, here's the thing. I could. Finish I could that thought, though. What did I what did I not finish? I don't see how any logical person could look at this and and think that George Zimmerman is completely not guilty, innocent. Right. Mm. Well, I could, six I, people then. I know. Well, come on, Florida. But the other the thing is, I could have maybe a heated or uh, I don't know if heat is the right word. I, I could see engaged in a spirited debate about whether it was manslaughter or not. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Yeah. But it's just like, oh, walk away free. You just killed a 17-year-old kid. I'm like, hmm. Right. I don't know. Like a 17 unarmed kid. Yeah. I don't, if, fuck, even if he didn't have a gun, like, 
if he legally had a gun or something. I don't know. I just just rubs me the wrong way. And people even talking about like, oh, he he's a kid. Like, who cares about his age even? Like, he could have been the same age as George Zimmerman, who, by the way, is younger than both of us. Does I, I that know. not he blow looks, your mind? He looks horrible. He really does. Bill Maher made a joke. Bill Maher's jokes are so hacky, but he made a joke after George Zimmerman, well, when the George Zimmerman trial started, how George Zimmerman had gained a lot of weight, and Bill Maher said, well, maybe he killed him for the Skittles. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, I, I feel like the civil trial is going to hurt George Zimmerman quite a bit. The civil trial that will probably happen. I think that he will live most of his life much like Casey Anthony and like hiding and that's going to hurt a little bit too. So maybe he's not in prison, but he's in a type of prison, but it's certainly not the same um, as not living at all like Trayvon Martin. So, Well, that that concludes a very happy episode <laughs> of uh, Catching Up. What do you got going on next week, Mike? I am going to Rochester on Wednesday, oh, and I you. will be there for a whole week. I'm going to uh, attend the wedding of Celeste. Remember Celeste? Yes. So she's getting married on Saturday, and I'm in the wedding. So I have some stuff to do on Friday and then the wedding on Saturday, but I'm pretty much there for a whole week. I am kind of regretting planning to be there that long because it's kind of a long trip. Oh, really? Yeah, a whole week. And then I don't, she's not going to be around much after the wedding, so. Well, I have an idea what you can do. I just looked it up online. Are you going to go visit our friend Joey Buhecker and Mark Sacco? Well, I'm not going to have a car. I'm sure there's some sort of train. It's only an hour, 14 minutes away. Yeah, maybe. You should go, you should go, you should, well, it's not going to be up by then. Oh, no, 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 it will be. You should go do, you could sit on an episode of uh, Cocktails and Cream Puffs. Wait, you're inviting me to be on their show? Yes, I'm inviting <laughs> you to be on their show. With Mark and Matt. And I'm Mikey. Episode 142. A big cock in Buffalo. What's a clapping? Cocktails and cream puffs. What's a clapping? Cocktails and cream puffs. Cocktails uh. and cream puffs. Cocktails. Joe, what are you you're doing gonna, next You're going to put the cock in cocktails and cream puffs. Ow! That, yeah, I, I went there, Mike. I went there, motherfucker. I want to hear doing? you on that show. What? What are you doing next week? I'm flying to Rochester, New York. I'm going to be in Celeste's wedding on the groom side. And then I'm going to be oh, on cocktails. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be awesome if the priest you wanted to have sex with was... He's from New York. Well, they're not having like a traditional wedding. I Uh, doubt that there will be a priest. (laughs) I doubt it. You know, Melissa said that she has the pictures. I want to see. Will you at least send me? I just want to see it. I told her we could could blur out his face. I have a device to do that. Oh, I have a device called Photoshop. Oh, I have one on my phone, too, that does it. Okay. Um, Next week, uh, I will be house-sitting again for Michael and Julia. Oh, they invited you back? Oh, yeah, they love me. So be prepared for me to break more shit in their house. (laughs) And then tomorrow, I'm going with super fans of the show Beth and Brooke to uh, see the return. She's been on a month hiatus of your very good friend, Marianne Williamson, is giving her talks again at at the Saban Theater in Beverly Hills. And so Brooke and Beth want to go, so I'm going to take them. 
Cool. And we are going to see how we can serve the universe. Cool. That sounds awesome. Yeah. When you when you come to Los Angeles next, I'll take you to go see Marianne. Okay, I'll never well, come to no, Los Angeles. I, let me tell you this. You'd want to go just for the hot, hot, hot. She has a huge gay following. Uh-huh. Ugh, so hot. Like you're like you're like you don't even know where to look. <laughs> You'll be in the balcony getting a hand job. That's the universe coming together for me. <laughs> so is that it for you then? That is it for me. Cool. Joey, it was nice catching up with you. Go to hell, Mike. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510-239-7798. Um, I mean... Um, uh, um, 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 uh, um, 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 um